Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. This is Zoe Moon, and I am here to look at the year overview for 2021 for our water signs. This is Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. So let's get started, shall we? (laughs) We are going to start with cancer, cancer in 2021. We're going to start out with the stuff that is going to get you busiest, push you the hardest, throw some challenges at you, and then we're going to move into the stuff that's going to be an easy flow for you, and I'm going to do this with each one of the signs. So (laughs) just so you know. Um, Okay, so starting with cancer, um, you are going to be in adjustment mode throughout 2021 when it comes to your eighth house topics. And so this has to do with what is going on financially in your world, things you might already be in the process. So now you're at the point where you need to finesse things a little bit. You need to make some adjustments, tweak things a bit. This is about not your income, but every other kind of financial topic. So with the loan, the debt, the inheritance, the taxes, the insurance, the investments, the settlements, the alimony, child support, commissions, partners, money, and other such topics, right? So maybe you can get a little better return, or maybe you can pay something off a little and get, you know, better this or that. So go sit down with some financial advisors and see what they tell you to do. Um, It's definitely a year for something to be adjusted there. Saturn is in this part of the sky for the first time in 29 years. He's there until March of 2023. And so in the year 2021, it is important that you start the process of taking this serious. Um, Saturn tends to tighten our belts a bit. Saturn tends to ask us to look at any limits or endings or restrictions or rules or regulations and to tackle responsibilities in the area it's transiting as well as get us ambitious there. And so, again, you know, those authority types who are involved with your financial topics um, are going to be a point of give and take adjustment during 2021. The eighth house also rules your sex life, reproductive needs. Hold on. I have to look the puppy. Your um, uh, dealings with birth or death or divorce. And so, you know, you as well are getting more serious in those areas of life, dealing with any endings or limits or responsibilities, as well as getting more masterful in this area. That's the whole purpose of Saturn here over the next couple of years and getting more um, ambitious or stepping into your own authority more over this time frame. So also in 2021, Saturn is not there alone. Jupiter is going to be riding alongside of him through this house between January 1st and May 13th, and then again between July 28th and December 29th. So Jupiter has the opposite effect. You know, Jupiter wants things to go really big. Jupiter wants you to focus on your happiness or prosperity. I'm sorry. Hold on, doggies. Can you puppies, please? I'm trying to do a show. Come here. Come here. There you go. Go play over there. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, okay. So, you know, Jupiter is very, uh, it's the great benefactor, right? And so you might have the opportunity to get that really big loan, but Saturn will want you to get very serious about it, and you'll have to make some adjustments to do so, as an example. 
Um, Jupiter might take your sex life really big, <laughs> but there's something serious there. Maybe there's a baby on the way. Maybe there's, you know, I don't want to guess, but, um, you know, adjustment, being malleable, give and take is your motto as you work your way through this year, which is trying to help you expand your horizons here, master some new level and get serious about, you know, where things need to end and where you need to look at long-term commitments. As you were on this story, Cancer, there will be a Mercury retrograde in that territory between January 26th and February 11th. And so that may stand out as kind of a turning point with what's going on in those areas of life for you. There might be um, a current situation or person exiting in one of those areas. There may be a return to the past to see if something could be rekindled. Now Ellie's going crazy too. (laughs) To see if something can be, um, I'm sorry, because I can't put them in another room because they're babies. So you just have to put up with uh, Zoe puppy craziness. Um, But anyway, so, yeah, there could be a return to the past to rekindle something financial, sexual, reproductive, or about the divorce or the death or the birth um, or the third-party situation. Um, Or what is likely for most that we are reworking whatever we're already involved in. It slows down a bit for those few weeks. There's a chance to get in there and fine-tune something and get it right. Um, You will start to get an idea of this in the two weeks leading up to it in the shadow phase, and then it takes two weeks on the outside of it getting out of it, you know, to get complete clarity, but that is the time frame, January 26th through February 11th. Next, there is going to be a Mercury retrograde between September 28th and October 16th. That for our cancers is focused in their fourth house. So this is one of those frictional pushing energies, and it's going to slow things down. It might bring breakdowns or, you know, mix-ups or malfunctioning equipment or electronics, mechanicals. Um, It might bring a change of mind. It could bring something from the past back around once again. It could be a time of exiting. It could be the reworking. And for cancer, this period is focused on your home. Um, It can be about, you know, a move, a renovation, a real estate deal, something happening in in your house, something with your roommates, your family, your parents. Um, so that one is going to definitely be busier. Um, there's stuff going on there. So if you start to get glimpses of what it might be in the couple of weeks leading up to it, you might want to jump in and tackle that. Or if you can uh, cut it off at the pass ahead of time, then, you know, if it is going to be like something breaking down, then definitely want to take care of that. <clears throat> okay. So next for cancer, um, Pluto is going to continue to travel through your seventh house of relationships. Cancer I feel for you, and mainly because I am one of you. (laughs) Pluto in the seventh house, what a handful, right? So, you know, the seventh house is our relationship zone. Um, it's, It's about our romantic partners, our business partners, our clients, specialists, agents, attorneys, competitors, opponents, advocates, and all other significant relationships. And Pluto has been there since January of 2008, for gosh sakes. So we're 12 years in, going into our 13th year. And uh, it's going to finally exit our relationship zone in November of 2024. So we don't have that much longer to go if you look at the overall picture, but we are still in the thick of it. So, you know, with Pluto in the seventh, 
it is about very deep, powerful, intense one-on-one connections. These people may be sexually uh, attractive. There could be jealousy or obsession or triangles involved. These, or it could be reproductive. Um, it could be about a divorce going on there. <clears throat> it could be about shared financial resources or outside financial resources, the loans, the debt, the inheritance, the taxes, the insurance, the investments, et cetera, um, alimony, child support, and all of that. Um, and it is just, you know, it, it, <laughs> overall during this period of your life, Cancer, it is about deconstructing the old relationships or the old way that you uh, connected in relationship and rebirthing it in a more empowered way. It will draw very powerful, intense human beings into your life. These people might be financially wealthy, or they might be, like I said, sexually attractive, or you know, whatever kind of power stuff Pluto's got in store for you. <laughs> so, you know, you, you're entering into another year of that. Those cancers who are born between July 16th and 19th will feel it the strongest in this year ahead. Um, Or if you have planets between 24 and 26 degrees of the cardinal signs, which are Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn, you may have a direct experience with Pluto in the year ahead. So just remember that Pluto always works in a triangle. So whoever's coming in, there's another person in the mix, might be on your side, might be on their side, maybe a client who has a partner or a, a, you know, a a partner who has a representative or a partner who has another partner, (laughs) Um, you know, so you want to kind of seek out where that third party is. So you know what you're dealing with. And, um, and there you have it. You guys know what this has been about for you guys. All right. So cancer also is, Uh, still hosting Chiron in their 10th house of Aries all year. So Chiron moved in here um, April of 2018, and it is not going to leave this sign until April of 2027, okay? So we've got a ways to go with this. And the 10th house for cancer is your career, your status, your fame, your personal life goals, and what's going on with authority figures, which are bosses, parents, judges, directors, teachers, mentors, and the like. So it has two sides to it, as I'm sure you're, you're starting to see. Um, and it's a very important energy, okay? So we want to take it seriously. Chiron, first and foremost, points out the wound or the vulnerability. So there may have been, maybe a parent had an issue. Maybe a boss had an issue. Maybe there's, um, maybe you're feeling uh, like the, the goals of your life are wounded and you can't get them going. <laughs> or maybe there's, uh, you know, some kind of wound in the career uh, front where you're not feeling like you're doing exactly what it is you want to be doing. Um, And so you have to address the wounds. Then the other side of Chiron is the healing of that wound and vulnerability. And then the most important part is the stepping into your spiritual guru energy, which is about teaching or healing others from an understanding of what you're doing with the direction of your life, your career, your status, or those bosses, parents, judges, or other authority figures. And so, for instance, cancer, if you've lost a parent, then you would be able to counsel others who are going through that with a more heartfelt understanding of what that feels like and what you might have to address, uh, just as an example. Um, Sorry, hold on. Hey, hey, no, 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 
No. <laughs> oh, my God. They had the Christmas tree skirt and were running with it. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe it's about that. I don't know. No. <laughs> um, so, but the, the overall thing, the importance of what this is, cancer, is it really is calling you into your guru nature, whatever that is going to be for you. You have this calling from the universe over these years of your life to transform what you're doing into this. Uh, ability to heal and teach others. And, and along that ride, you will do some healing in your own world. Okay. So while you're heading into this, just realize this is a, a place in your life that's in flux. You're working on this. You're working on getting to that. It may take a few years to be completely settled into whatever this new direction of personal goals is or career or status or authority figures you're dealing with. Um, those born between June 26th and July 4th will feel it the most intensely in this year of 2021 out of all the cancers. Um, or if you have planets between 5 and 12 degrees of the cardinal signs, once again, Aries, Cancer, Libra, or Capricorn, then you might have a direct experience with Chiron in this year ahead. Um, it is, I, I can say from having, you know, way, oh, gosh, a long time, many, many years ago, having another Chiron experience, that it is a very mystical energy. It's, um, uh, you can have experiences um, in your dreams or, you know, through signs that are incredibly mystical um, that are tied to this. So you want to kind of keep an eye out for those moments as well. Might come in as a person, might come in as an offer, might come in just as something you see and pick up on and understand. All right, so cancer, the, the more easy alignments, the ones where you can kind of relax a bit and just do your thing, <laughs> one is going to be that there's a lot going on in your ninth house. So cancer, the ninth house for you has to do with travel plans, situations at a distance, foreign interests, legal documents or agreements. Um, educational pursuits, whether you're learning or getting certified or teaching, uh, media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting interests, weddings, graduations, or other ceremonies, or what's going on with politics, religion, or philosophy in your life. So Neptune continues to travel here for the Cancers. Um, it has been there. Gosh, it showed up in April of 2011. It exits in January of 2026. So, you know, you're a good ways into this. I'm sure you're feeling it. Neptune is about kind of the magic in those areas of life. It is very much about a kind of turning point in your life when it comes to karmic past life influences that have played out in your life up to this point or are getting ready to play out in this next big second half of your life. Um, and so there could be people exiting, people returning, uh, ideas and opportunities showing up in those areas that have to do with that. Um, it is a slow dissolving away of the old paradigm and bringing that new magic, that new inspiration into the life by the time you're at the end of this, you know, in 2026. Um, so I don't know along the path from 2011 to 2026 exactly when you're going to kind of shift gears and realize, you know, oh, there's uh, something new that I believe or something new that I'm, I've learned or, you know, which one of those ninth house uh, topics you're really leaning into. But there will be a shift into the new as the old dissolves away. 
Um, and so you do want to look for in this year uh, working with institutions, doing your research, um, perhaps artistry or spirituality or romance being tied into this travel or legal or educational or media marketing ceremonial, uh, you know, topics for you. Um, if you were born between July 10th and 16th, you feel it the most. If you have planets between 18 and 23 degrees of the mutable signs, which would be Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, or Pisces in your chart, then you may have a direct experience with Neptune in this year ahead about one of those topics. Jupiter is going to come in and join Neptune in this story uh, for a brief period in 2021. Uh, He will show up between May 13th and July 28th. He will also show up the last couple of days of the year and then take you into 2022 for quite a while. Um, so on December 29th, he'll come back. But uh, the bulk of the focus here will be May 13th through the 28th. So Jupiter here is when this story can go very big. Um, so, you know, <laughs> the the over the top, uh, it happiness, uh, prosperity quotient or growth experience, Um, would definitely be coming in around this time. If there's paperwork to sign, probably going to show up around this time period. Um, If there's a coworker or hired uh, help person involved uh, showing up during this time, if this is job-related, health-related, or animal-related, probably show up during this time frame. So, And that's very expansive. Jupiter wants to help. So whatever this looks like, he is trying to, open this field up for you guys okay all right so next we have uranus in taurus um this full year ahead uranus came into taurus back in may of 2018 and stayed till november of 2018 and then popped out for a few months came back in march of 2019 and is now in this part of the sky until april of 2026 so for cancer, this is your 11th house of sociability. <laughs> so, you know, cancer, your friends, your associates, your group affiliations and activities, your clubs, organizations, uh, charities, your online interests, your astrology, parties, events, gatherings, as well as uh, what's going on with your aspirations and original projects. So having Uranus here heightens the, on the, on the challenging side, kind of the instability, unpredictability, ups and downs, ins and outs with those areas of life. But on the positive, you're downloading from the highest mental vibration into this arena, and you are getting very innovative ideas and original uh, things coming into flower for you, and it can be a very exciting time. The purpose of it is to awaken you, to get you out of ruts you may have been in in those areas, make the changes. And some of them will be sudden changes. If you have a friend, you know, storm off, you know that's Uranus in your friendship. (laughs) You know, or you have an Internet site just disappear. (laughs) There you go. Um, But it is about kind of bringing this enlightenment, this awakening, this originality into this field online for you with your aspirations in your original projects, as well as in your friendships and associations and all of that. So if you were born between June 27th and July 6th, this year, 2021 will be the most uh, profound for you with all of that. 
or if you have planets between 6 and 14 degrees of the fixed signs, which are Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, or Aquarius in your chart, then you may as well be having a direct experience with something here that stands out in the year ahead. But really just keep in mind that you're in flux. Things are changing. There's a lot of potential for innovations and excitement in your social field or online or with your original project and keep to that. Um, There is going to be a full moon lunar eclipse on November 19th in this house. So something that you've been working towards is wrapping up or or ending or something um, that you are celebrating or achieving. There can be a very big deal there socially or online or with those aspirations at that point. So again, endings or achievements. Um, And then guys, the North node of destiny is going to be in your 12th house all year. And so, you know, it moves through this house once every 18 years for a year and a half. And it really is trying to draw you towards um, what, what destiny wants for you. So for cancer, this is a lot about communications, uh, writing, um, local community arenas or short trips or moves to nearby places. Um, And it has to do with, you know, what what is driving you artistically, romantically, spiritually or with institutions or research in those areas. Um, So you definitely want to um, take that seriously as things open up for you there. In 2021, Mercury will retrograde in that arena between May 31st and June 21st. So during that time frame, you'll slow down. The past will come back around or you'll exit something that will be tied to this story. Or you'll be reworking something of importance during that time and getting it right. And right in the center of the Mercury retrograde is a new moon solar eclipse in the same territory on June 10th. So that will be about launching you forward in some very big way into something new or next chapter hey 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 puppies um (laughs) god they play so hard i it's just okay i'm so used to cats um okay so i do believe that may and june therefore will stand out very much for what's going on here with our cancers in that arena um and then finally i would Say that you know um, when it comes to your health or your work, the South Node is at play there this year. So past life people can be coming into your life to pick back up with you over those topics. Uh, animals also are part of this, or you could be um, seeing something exit, or you could be rebalancing the give and take in a situation there. There's a full moon lunar eclipse there on May 26th, so big culminations with that at that point, and then a new moon solar eclipse on December 4th, so launching forward in a very powerful way then. So definitely if you're working towards, you know, getting that health together or getting that job wrapped up or what you're doing for the animals, aim towards that May 26th as your due date, you know, (laughs) when you can have everything wrapped up. So that's it for our cancers. Let's move into Scorpio in 2021. Okay, Scorpio, we're going to tackle the stuff that is the the challenging frictional energy which revs you up, fires you up, gets you busier, throws challenges in your way, takes a lot more of your time. And then we're going to move into the stuff that's relaxed, laid back, it's easy flow, <laughs> because that just seems like the best way to tackle it. So for Scorpio, there will be a, a lot of energy focused in your fourth house in this um 
in this year ahead. And I'm sorry, I just want to look at my, yeah, okay, sorry. Um, sorry, had to look at my map with it. Um, okay, so a lot going on in your fourth house. This is frictional. This is highly charged. Fourth house is about your home and family. So you guys might be moving in 2021. You might be renovating. You might be buying or selling real estate. You might be um, hosting more events in your home or doing your YouTube show from your home. And there's just like a lot more going on there. Um, and there's challenges sometimes, right? Um, or this can be about a parent, your, your family in general, your roommates. Um, also, this area rules history and ancestry. So maybe some of you guys are diving into that and getting busier with that. Saturn is here all year. Okay, so Saturn, once every 29 years comes along, it's going to be there now till March of 2023. Um, and it's asking you guys to get serious. You do need to um, structure some things. You need to set some limits or end something. You need to make some long-term commitments in another area there. You need to um, be responsible. You need to master some new level of proficiency here. And you need to get ambitious. Those are all the things that Saturn demands of you, right? And so building brick by brick, making these slow, solid changes, um, and seeing where this takes you in 2021. Jupiter is going to be along for the story between January 1st and May 13th. And then it's going to take a break for a bit and come back July 28th through December 29th. So Jupiter is kind of the opposite. Jupiter wants you to go big. Jupiter wants you to find happiness, have, see prosperity, expand your horizons, have growth experiences, learn something, <laughs> focus on your beliefs here, you know. So, you know, you're balancing that with all the serious side. There's all this really, you know, happy, uplifting, expansive side going on. Um, and so, yeah, it's a combination and you can kind of, <laughs> excuse me, watch that time frame. Now, there will be a Mercury retrograde in this territory between January 26th and February 11th. So I feel like that's going to stand out. That's a turning point in what's going on with your home, your move, your renovation, your real estate deal, your family, your parent, your roommate. Um, or the history or ancestry interests that you're involved in. You slow down something exits during that time, or you go back and rekindle something from the past during that time, or it's a do-over where you're reworking whatever's going on in those areas of life and really fine-tuning it and getting it right. So that's how that whole area lays out for you guys. Um, Chiron continues through your sixth house of health and work and animals. So on the one hand, you know, you guys have been dealing with this since uh, April of 2018. It's there until April of 2027. Um, so <laughs> you're aware of what this energy is about, um, but you're continuing on in this story for a few more years, right? So Chiron is asking you to look at wounds and vulnerabilities that you might have going on pertaining to your health, your work, um, coworkers, hired help, paperwork, or those animals. And then it is asking you to progress into the healing of all of that. And then it is asking you to progress into the spiritual guru, teacher, healer energy in all of that. So this year of 2021 is about adjustments that you're making. You need to adapt a little bit of this or that with your exercise or diet or doctors, or you need to give and take a little more with the coworker or the direction of your work or the animals. You get the idea. It's very much about flexibility and keeping an eye on how this story is progressing over these years 
eventually you are that guru. You are that person that can help others through your experience of what this has been. And so that's in play. You do continue to have Uranus in your seventh house. <laughs> Man, the, the Cancers have Pluto in their seventh. Uh, Scorpio has Uranus. Man, those, those two signs are really getting like the craziness with relationships, right? Um, so let's, let's look at it here, Scorpio. Uranus moved into your relationship zone um, back in April of 2008, or sorry, May of 2018, and was there until November. And then it exited for a few months, came back in March of 2019, and is now there until A2026. So you're, you know, you've still got a ways to go. You're not at the halfway mark yet. <laughs> okay. So here's the deal Uranus in the relationship house. This is about your romantic partners, or it can be about your business partners, it can be about your clients, your specialists, agents, attorneys, competitors, advocates, all of these types of people. Um, it is impacting all of them, okay? <clears throat> so Uranus is about shaking you out of ruts, introducing quirky, interesting genius, uh, unpredictable, unstable, exciting, spontaneous, you know, Uranian types, maybe some Aquarians, <laughs> no offense, Aquarius, um, into your life to really shake up what's been going on relationship-wise. It's there to bring a great awakening over these years for you, to help you be more free in a relationship, in any of these types of relationships, to help you focus on your true aspirations and original projects. And these people that are coming in are unlike, you know, the types you're usually used to. They are very original in their own way. So ups and downs, a lot of craziness, but a lot of excitement, a lot of new interesting things coming in during this period of your life. If you were born between October 29th and November 7th, then you will have the strongest uh, year of this experience in 2021. If you have planets between 6 and 14 degrees um, in the fixed signs of Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, or Aquarius, you may also have a direct um, you know, experience with Uranus in 2021 about this. So maybe you'll be suddenly, excitingly meeting some new person, or maybe um, there'll be a sudden change in the situation you're in, or a lot of innovation. Um, so yeah, ups and downs, craziness there, Scorpio. Um, and then there is going to be a full moon lunar eclipse in this relationship zone on November 19th. And so in the days leading up to that, you guys will see something very powerfully culminating. This is three times more powerful than a typical full moon. You're finally wrapping everything up or you're done with this situation or you are having a breakthrough or a big celebration or something very, um, uh, you know, exciting about your achievements are coming together around that time. So November 19th will be the culminating point throughout the year with those themes. Now, as far as getting laid back and into the groove with some of the energy going on in your year, Pluto continues to be in your third house. This is incredibly powerful for our Scorpios as far as your communications and your commerce. Pluto, between the years of 2008 and 2024, is touring this area. So you're well, well, well into it, 12 years, going into the 13th year into it. And so Pluto wants to empower you there, but to get there, it's deconstructing the old and rebirthing you in some new powerful way. 
So this means in your talks, in your meetings, in your sales, in your writing and interviews and auditions and, and offers and proposals and decisions, you have this very powerful um, transformative energy. Sorry, puppy. Okay, come on, come on. There you go. Um, so, yeah, so you can still have some of these, you know, it can, on the challenging side, there can be power struggles. Um, a lot of that is, can be aimed at finances or sex or jealousy or obsession or um, death or birth or divorce. Um, and, and on the positive, it helps you go deeper, have more profound experiences, make deep long-term changes to your life evolve into a more powerful side of yourself. So if you were born between November 16th and 19th, you would have 2021 be the standout year with this. Uh, or if you have planets between 24 and 26 degrees of the um, cardinal signs, which would be Aries, Cancer, Libra, or Capricorn in your chart, then you may have a direct experience with Pluto in this year ahead. <clears throat> Neptune is going to be going through your fifth house. <laughs> um, and so you guys are, are used to this a bit. This came in in two, uh, 2011, and it's there until January of 2026. And then it doesn't come back again your lifetime. So it's a very magical time when it comes to your love life, your lovers, your children, your creative projects, and your recreational pursuits. But it starts out, you know, uh, challenging you as it's slowly dissolving away the old way you were in those situations and starting to bring new magic, new inspiration into those areas of your life. And you may have to deal with addictions or bad habits, deceptions or secrets, boundary issues, water issues, uh, when it comes to those topics in your life. But it is, like I said, getting you into a very, um, you know, magical, mystical, spiritual, romantic, artistic period um, when it comes to those themes. Uh, as you are progressing through it. So I don't know where you are on your journey in this. You're having another year of it. Um, those who are born between November 10th and 16th will have the most uh, powerful experience of, of it in 2021. Um, or if you have planets between 18 and 23 degrees of the mutable signs, again, Gemini, Virgo, uh, Sagittarius, or Pisces, then you may be having a direct experience with this as well. Jupiter will be joining this story about your lovers, your children, your creative projects, or recreational pursuits. I don't know which one you're leaning into most. Um, maybe a few of those. I don't know. But Jupiter comes into the story between May 13th and July 28th. He will return again at the end of the year on December 29th and then be very busy in 2022 as well, but we'll talk about that at a later time. This year in 2021, it's May 13th through July 28th, the big time for this. So Jupiter may take something very big, very happy, very prosperous, or it may be a growth experience for you. It may be Jupiter themes into the story. There might be travel. There might be distant situations. There might be legal agreements, weddings, other ceremonies, graduations. Um, there might be educational topics, um, media, marketing, publishing topics, religion or politics playing into this. Um, but overall, it's very—it's going very big during that time zone. All right. So next, you guys are hosting the Karmic South Node in your second house all year. This is about your income. So, you know, 
Scorpio, past life people may be tied into what you're doing with your income. They might show up this year. You have a strong affiliation with them right off the bat because you've known them before, and then that's where it goes. It also could be that you're ending something. There's a loss of something around your income or your possessions um, during this year. Maybe you're getting rid of a bunch of stuff. Also, it could be that there's a rebalancing of the give and take in an income situation in your life. So we're looking at karmic cycles here around your personal income. There will be a full moon lunar eclipse here on May 26th. And so whatever's going on with your money or your possessions, you see something culminating in a very big way there. You could be wrapping it up, ending it, celebrating, achieving, having breakthroughs. And then there's a new moon solar eclipse there on December 4th. That's the fresh start. That's the huge launch into something new or taking what you're already doing into some next level, new chapter, new direction. You'll also be hosting the North Node of Destiny in your eighth house of other people's money, um, your loans, your debt, your inheritance, your taxes, your insurance, your investments, your alimony, child support, commissions, royalties, um, whatever that outside financial flow is. So destiny and, and, well, it's not just finances. That house is also about your sex life, reproductive life, what's happening with divorce, divorce, death, birth, or third-party situations. So the North Node of Destiny is leading you towards something in one of those areas in this year ahead. Um, Mercury will retrograde there between May 31st and June 21st. So that is probably going to be where there's a lot of focus on one of those topics. You're kind of slowing down. Something might be exiting. Something from the past might be returning. Or you're just reworking what's been going on there and fine-tuning it. And in the middle of that Mercury retrograde, there's a new moon solar eclipse also in that financial, sexual, reproductive, divorce, birth, death, divorce, uh, said divorce, third party situation. (laughs) Um, So that's extremely powerful for launching you forward into some new direction, new opportunity or next chapter with an ongoing situation. So obviously new moon, powerful forward motion, Mercury retrograde at the same time, (laughs) taking you back over things and then destiny having its hand in it the whole year. Um, Definitely an area of the chart to watch. All right. So for Pisces, a look at what we have going on in 2021 for you guys. All right. (laughs) Excuse me. Let me take a drink of my coffee. That might help. Hold on. Well, I don't know if it helps, but it's sure tasting good. All right, so Pisces, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to start with the areas of life that are going to keep you super busy, be really charged up. You know, you've got more going on because you're pushing yourself harder to make things happen or there's some challenges thrown in your way and you're just constantly got stuff in the air in these areas. And then I'm going to start to look in the part of your chart where it's like laid back, easy, you know, kick back. Things are just flowing for you, okay? So in 2021, you continue to host your ruler, Neptune, in your first house. Pisces, you know, I can't state strongly enough how important this period in your life is. This began in April of 2011. It is over in January of 2026, okay? And it is just so much about dissolving away this old version of who you were up to this point in your life and sending you off into the world in a, in a new, more magical, inspired version of yourself. 
So it's a slow dissolve. It's not like maybe, I don't know, you're, you're pretty far along in the story. So maybe you can pinpoint what this is all about for you and, and, you know, how that's changing. But sometimes it's so slow. You're just kind of feeling your way through it. You don't have a lot of um, clarity as far as like, oh, my gosh, this is what I'm meant to be in this moment, you know, doing for myself and all this because it's you're absorbing everything around you and it's being made known to you through kind of magical hand of God ways that are playing out in your life. You'll never experience it again in this lifetime. You've never experienced it before. You want to lean into focusing on your body. Maybe you need to um, rekindle the romance physically for yourself maybe you need to work with institutions to to deal with things going on in your body uh, health-wise maybe you need to do some research about what what's going on with you Um, this is also about um, your artistry and your spirituality and what's coming out with the the needs and desires you have through this period. Um, It is about focusing on your identity, your name, your title, your brand, your image, um, as it is progressing through this magical phase. So again, another year of this, if you're born between March 8th and 14th, then 2021 will be one of the more powerful years of this for you. If you have planets between 18 and 23 degrees in the mutable signs in your chart, which would be Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, or Pisces, you may also be having a strong experience with this in this year ahead. So again, Pisces, coming into your own by being willing to let go of a version of yourself. Um, And remember, you know, I mean, you can't get around the fact that your sign and this ruling planet are very much tied to past life karmic threads. So there could be a lot of of stories playing out in these years of your life, which are about turning a corner in some of those connections. Jupiter is going to come into your sign for the first time in 12 years in this year ahead, and it will be there between May 13th and July 28th. It's then going to come back on December 29th and spend a lot of time in and out of your sign in 2022 as well. But the main bulk for this year ahead will be May 13th through July 28th. Jupiter wants to take you big, Pisces, big, big things. This might involve media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting. It might involve travel or foreign interests. It might involve education, legal contracts, weddings, graduations, or other ceremonies, religion, or politics. And, you know, it's really going to amp up during those months. (laughs) So look at ways that you can physically or personally be more involved in expansion, growth, happiness, prosperity in those areas. And there you have it. The north node of destiny will be traveling through your fourth house all year. And so this is frictional energy, but it is about destiny. Destiny is pushing you to do more at home or to move or to focus on a renovation or your real estate deals or to play this out with a parent or your family in general or roommates um, or history. Maybe you have uh, some interest in history that's pushing you and getting you more amped up during this year. Um, But you want to look for some faded things calling you forward in those directions throughout the year. Mercury will retrograde there between May 31st and June 21st. So that will slow you down and really get you focusing there. Something is either exiting or you're exiting, or there is something from the past coming back around to be rekindled, or there is a reworking of something and getting it fine-tuned and correct during that period. 
So I do think this is when you're going to start to really see something happening. The two weeks that lead up to this are the shadow phase. So you can start, you know, in the middle of May to start to get some ideas of what this is going to be. In the middle of it, there's going to be a new moon solar eclipse in this fourth house. This starts on June 10th and is in play for two weeks. This is incredibly powerful for launching you forward into something brand new or for taking what you're already doing into that next chapter. So, again, this could be about your, something going on in the home with a move, a renovation, a real estate deal, the family, the parent, the roommate. So, you know, I can only imagine what we're all going to be going through when we have the retrograde slowing us down, taking us back over things, and then the new moon eclipse launching it forward while destiny has its hand in play. But I do believe that it makes May and June like the standout months of the year for those topics. All right, Pisces, you have the karmic south node traveling through your 10th house all year. This means that when it comes to your career, your fame, your personal life goals, or what's happening with bosses, parents, judges, directors, uh, higher-up authority figures in your life, there is something very past life taking place here. You might be um, running into past life people that are showing up in your life, impacting these areas of life in 2021. You may be seeing somebody exit or you may exit something with your goals, your career, your fame, or your uh, authority figure. Or there might be some rebalancing of the karmic give and take in a situation that you're going to keep in play. So, you know, seeing how that can be reworked in some way. There will be a full moon lunar eclipse here on May 26th. So, again, we see May. May, oh, my gosh. Um, So something very big is coming to a peak, you know, celebration, achievement, wrap-up, ending, breakthrough uh, in one of those areas uh, in the days leading up to May 26th. And then there is also going to be a new moon solar eclipse in this territory on December 4th. So by the end of the year, you have incredibly powerful energy helping launch you into something brand new or take what you're doing into some new direction or level with your career, your personal goals, your status, your fame, or one of these authority figures. So that's a whole lot. You know, the Pisces just have a ton of uh, angles being activated in the chart this year that are going to rev it up and make life not so boring. (laughs) You've got a lot going on there. Now, in the easier flow, (coughs) excuse me, um, you guys are still hosting Chiron in your second house. And I know, I know you guys are going, Chiron's not easy. Um, Well, it's not, but it's very profound and very spiritual and magical and very important, and it's in an easier placement in your chart. It's been there since April of 2018. It's going to be there until April of 2027, and it's impacting your income and your possessions and your products if you have products. So, um, So Pisces, you know, this starts out during these years having some wounds and some vulnerabilities around those topics in your life and really starting to focus on how you can heal those. But what Chiron is really trying to do here over this of these years is pull you into a spiritual guru, teacher, healer vibe around what you're doing to make money or with the products you're putting out there or your possessions and what you're doing with them. So because of the understanding that you gain through going through wounds around making money, wounds around your what you own and, and your products, you will then be able to turn around and teach or heal others through that understanding. And it's very um, powerful stuff. 
if you were born between February 23rd and March 3rd, you will have um, one of the stronger experiences of Chiron in 2021. Or if you have planets between 5 and 12 degrees um, of the cardinal signs, which would be Aries, Cancer, Libra, or Capricorn in your birth chart, then you may also be having a direct experience with Chiron. Remember, look at those vulnerabilities, look at those wounds, do what you can to heal your own experience, but in a more powerful way, lean into that potential to heal or teach others regarding those topics. You are also going to have Pluto in your 11th house. So this started back in 2008 and is there until 2024. So you're way into this. Um, And, you know, this is in a a better alignment for your sign. Um, It is an opportunity alignment. And it's really about, you know, it's it's an arc of a story as well. Pluto starts out deconstructing and destroying and blowing things up. And then it comes into powerful transformation and evolving the story into you becoming more empowered in the story. And so you are way past the halfway mark. So let's hope you're into the better side of this. You're definitely in a good flow with this. And this is about powerful, powerful new friends and associates, powerful group affiliations, powerful things happening online or with astrology or charities or parties or events or gatherings, powerful things around your own aspirations and inventions and original projects. Um, definitely can bring themes of, you know, besides power, (laughs) finances, sexuality, um, third-party stories into this equation. Also, in your ongoing friendships, ongoing goals, and and, uh, ongoing situations with the Internet and, and groups and gatherings and aspirations and all of this, Pluto is evolving those stories, helping you go through deep, profound changes and evolve those stories into more powerful uh, connections. And so, you know, those of you who were born between March 14th and 17th would be having the most direct experience with this in the year ahead, but everybody's going to feel it. And then those of you with planets between 24 and 26 of the cardinal signs, Aries, Cancer, Libra, or Capricorn in your chart, would have more of a direct experience with Pluto in this year ahead as well. Uranus is in your third house. And so, you know, Pisces, um, this is incredibly exciting for you guys as far as, you know, really shaking you out of the old ruts and getting you into more exciting, innovative areas with your talks, your meetings, your sales, your writing, your interviews, your offers, your decisions as well as local community activity, short trips to nearby places. For some of you guys, it could involve brothers, sisters, neighbors, moves, vehicles, or electronics as well. Um, and so, you know, Uranus, on the one hand, it's unpredictable. It's, it's uh, unstable sometimes. <laughs> it shakes things up, makes sudden changes happen. But it's also lightning bolt opportunities and um, innovations and genius and excitement and Um, So those areas of your life are really, you know, being lit up in this year ahead. You started with this back in May of 2018 through November of 2018. Then it took a break. Then it came back March of 2019, and it's there until April of 2026. So, you know, ride into this excitement. Be It's really opening up your mind in a lot of ways and connecting you in communications and commerce with a lot of new exciting things. 
There is a full moon lunar eclipse here on November 19th, so I do feel like something very big is culminating around one of those topics. Uh, as you get into the late fall, I do think, um, you know, this can be big celebrations, achievements, wrap-ups, breakthroughs, or endings in those areas. Um, you are also going to have a lot going on in your 12th house. Now, you know, gosh, Pisces, <laughs> this is like, oh, you know, the area of your chart that's magical and mystical and past life and karmic, but it's also things you don't see coming, things you don't uh, see yourself that maybe you just pushed down under the rugs or other people have hidden or secret. Um, it can be escapist and addictive. It can be inspiring and magical. It's you know, it's that house. Um, it, it rules your artistic, romantic, spiritual stuff, and as well as institutions, research and development. Um, and so Saturn is there all year. So you're getting serious about things in those areas of life. You need to deal with what's going on there. You need to look at the structures that support or do not support. You need to end some things that are no longer going to carry you forward. You need to make some long-term commitments where they will. You need to put in the work. You need to get responsible and ambitious there and master some new level when it comes to your artistry, your romance, your spirituality, what you do with institutions, research, investigations, karmic past life scenarios, addictions, bad habits, secrets, deceptions, um, whatever. There you go. I think that's most of it. It's playing out in a social field, you know, so it may play out at groups or gatherings with friends that online, um, you know, for causes, for original ideas and things like this. But it is a very serious year. Saturn's there until March of 2023. So this time frame, which only comes up every 29 years, is about really taking your, uh, you know, list of things that you want to get done or you want to end or you want to commit to and getting serious about them there. Jupiter will join this story um, in, in this part of your sky between January 1st and May 13th. And then he'll show back up again July 28th until December 29th. Jupiter wants to take something big, <laughs> really big. Jupiter is very optimistic, all about growth, expansion, happiness, prosperity. So in those periods, you might be going way over the top with something um, in this artistic, romantic, spiritual realm or with the, the institutions or the research or investigations. Um, Jupiter can bring his story, his topics into the story so maybe more foreign or travel or distant influences maybe more legal contracts educational uh, media marketing publishing broadcasting influences maybe a wedding or other ceremony maybe more religion or politics in the story so ramping it up going big there is a mercury retrograde here between january 26th and february 11th and so you know, guys, uh, this is probably going to make that a standout period. You'll start to get into it in the pre-shadow, which starts two weeks ahead of that. Um, so probably around the 12th of January onward. And then you're in the thick of it there. So you're slowing down. You're going back over things. You're exiting something. You're returning to the past and rekindling something. Or most likely you're reworking some ongoing situation and fine-tuning it. Um, but again, with those topics in mind. So I do think that will probably be a key period for you in the year ahead. Um, and so that's it, Pisces. That's it, Cancer. That's it, Scorpio. The water signs. I hope it is a wonderful 2021. This is Zoe Moon. You guys can, of course, find me over on Facebook daily where I post a daily influence 
and post the links to the shows and the weekly and all the other things I do <laughs> and answer your questions and book your readings. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so happy 2021, guys. I will talk to you guys on the next round. Uh, have a good one.